Focus like a locust, baby. <laughs> I'm a walking, talking disaster. Welcome to the greatest game show. The GMs are popping. I am a top five best car salesman in Canada. Yes, that's right. Big Brother Canada 10 has kicked off here on this Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, uh, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, or you might be listening to us to the audio version. In fact, how are you doing tonight, Jeff? I'm well. Ready to talk about another season of Big Brother Canada, the greatest game show ever. It is the greatest <laughs> game show ever. It was told uh, right to us off, off the top, Jeff. I don't know if you heard that announcer, but uh, get ready to be blown away. Get ready to be blown away. I want that money. Yep. Or they want tax, their money. Tax free, baby. Um, okay. And on who is on? <laughs> Who's on the panel tonight, Sam? Well, it's me and Jeff, as Jamil is off watching the Batman tonight. Um, so he's, uh, you know, he's got his priorities. But, but we'll be talking to him about that movie eventually. Uh, Sam also wants to congratulate you on the, the newborn, Jeff. Thank you, Sam. Very nice. She's doing well. Almost three weeks old. Yeah. He, he, uh, Sam saying he liked tonight how they were they were flashing back to all the seasons. Jeff, uh, as, as mentioned, this is Big Brother Canada 10. This is the 10th installment um, i can't believe it's been that long yeah it's a little bit nuts eh? um and uh yeah they were kind of reminiscing a little bit but then they're like they've had a whole bunch of different themes for this show over the years there was like a space invaders theme there was a casino theme and this year they're like it's just a game show i'm like well that's i think kind it, of i, I think it's retro it. game show dave i think i think like it's like all sorts of like 70s and 80s style game show retro that's the theme yeah, that's cool. Like it's simple. It's not. We don't have to overthink it. And uh, I think we can. Uh, you know, we get on it. It feels like yesterday when they were on season four. I. It feels like yesterday that Gary Glitter had that whole debacle where he should have won the 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 game, but his ally there, Topaz, voted for the wrong person in the final jury and gave the win to um, uh, to Catherine. I think was, it, was that her name? Uh, it's been a while. It's been ten years. So uh, yeah. That's how it goes. I, I mean, I guess we'll find out on this season, but I do feel like every year, and it's the American version too, but we 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 keep getting like less and less savvy game players and more like TV characters and yes. bubbly people. And it seems to happen like in both shows where it's like that's what they gravitate toward casting. And I don't I I, I think that's all like we got to bring in the casuals. The people that are going to watch it are going to watch it anyway. That's what the producers, I think, say. And, and like the I super think, fans are going to watch no matter what. Right. But, like, I I kind of always go back to, like, what we saw in Survivor 40, where you get, like, all the best, real like, the winners, and they're winners for a reason. And you get them all in a season, and you get, like, really good gameplay. And I think that's what they should focus on a little bit more with casting. That's how I feel, anyway. Uh. Yeah, like I, I can't disagree with you. I, like it's definitely been the trend uh, over these past few years. I think that they, you know, they they definitely don't want anybody controversial or mm. like you know problematic at least. I think for casting purposes, so they tend to gravitate towards more like these public figure types anyway, who have sort of 
public personas largely um but not exclusively and in and those that that aren't that um aren't necessarily always the the game players and then you get like a kevin in this cast who is i think you know too much of like an over the top uh, i'm going to pit people against each other and i'm a villain and i'm leaning into that early and it's almost too much you know uh the other way where you know um but they only do one, you know, one of those guys, you know, which and then so then he stands out. And, you know, so like for me, it's just like kind of like sprinkle in a few more, um, you know, less bubbly, a little bit more game focused strategic players um, and just have a few of them, I guess. So I I, I don't know. So you want, you want like point, some different personalities in there. Yeah. Like, I feel like most of them are kind of the same. They're like, I feel like it's just like like you would be walking into a college dorm. And you would, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. very much that's what this house is. At least that's my impression. Like, if I was Martin Frenette, the Acadian from... The Acadian Driftwood? Yeah, Acadian Driftwood. I think I would think, like, oh, man, like, you know, this was so 20 years ago for me. You, you know what I mean? And I don't know. Like, I just... I don't know if, like, I would feel like like I could bond with these people, you know, like I, I, I always found big better Canada did better where they have a few more older people, but maybe they're going more the American way. I don't know. Yeah. We only got Marty in this one and he's 42. Right. And then after him, I don't like even know who the next young oldest is. Like it's, it's a, I think it's is a quick, is anyone a in their thirties? Uh, yeah. Tynesha's 32 um and jessica is 35 okay so jessica's probably the next oldest. jessica's the next oldest then then tynesha then betty but betty's like 31 like not exactly old yeah. um so yeah average age in this house is well in its 20s for sure yeah it's mostly 20 year olds and um you know so like that, that's just the vibe i'm getting from the house and you know how do just, you know sam how do you know tynesha's 35 and not 32 i thought uh, was my information probably, unreliable he looked it up he looked it up um i just think yeah like the vibe from the house is like young dumb and ready to mingle you i think that's I mean? what they were going for i think that that's partly what the big brother audience is looking for i know it's not your favorite part of the of big brother but i think it's right. always been part of big brother yeah, no, it definitely has. And I'm not saying that it hasn't. I'm just saying, like, the personalities they usually cast are a little bit less, um, you know, I, I, like, I find, like, the the thing with Big Brother Canada was it, it was kind of like the alternative to the American. And now I just feel like it's the American show, just, you know, in Canada. You know, it, well, yeah, it's going to be interesting talking to you about it because what, what you're seeing is differences. What's the same? What's what's worse? What's better than the U.S. version? Because I think the U.S. version has gotten stale in some ways or a little sure bit it has, like, sort of. yep. stuck in its ways. I feel like the Canadian version a little bit more it's newer, at least. So it's a little bit uh, more willing to adapt. And from the beginning, it's kind of done a few things differently always than the American. Um, but yeah. Like we're we're like I, I kind of want to just talk about how this like unfolded tonight and how because we did the cast preview on Sunday, uh, we talked we did the draft uh, well we did part of the draft at least um, and uh, and the rest of it was kind of completed throughout the next few days but in this in this um this you know group that came in it was there was four groups of four right and yeah. so you like first question here is you would always want to be the first person in the house right not the last person to come in. Send them all in at once. I don't like this 
groups. You know, I, I'm not a fan of that. So the just four waves. Why? Why? She literally like says the same thing to all of them. Are you ready to play Big Brother? And they're like, Yeah, we are. Okay, all right. Go We've been in. in a hotel room what? for two and a half weeks. Why is every time Arissa Cox talks, it's like, Hey, you ready to t- play this game? Like it's always like an <laughs> innuendo at the end of like her her speech pattern i'm like what is going on uh, arissa the, I, i'm kind of desensitized to arissa's uh, speech patterns it's different than julie chen like it's it's a yeah. different vibe um and it's uh i i couldn't speak for her and why she speaks in that way but <laughs> but uh, she doesn't always I, do it only when she talks to the other cat like when she talks to the cast like like you know she she tries to like give it like the ominous like maybe because she thinks she's big brother and like has the, I'm the host, and you're. Oh, what am I gonna throw at you next? Watch out! Right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, I just, I she kind of cracks me up now. Like she used to bother me now. I just laugh at her because uh, she's so silly for me. Like that's kind of how I. Um, Sam wants but, to know why they were all wearing masks. Uh, he says the U.S. was not wearing masks when they entered their house. Yeah, and they were just quarantined for two weeks. And Arissa Cox isn't wearing a mask, you know. Well, you know, I think it's, it comes down to what she, her statement was there. It's like, don't worry. We are not putting our crew at risk. We are not right. putting our, our, our staff. Anybody here is not at risk. We are following yeah. all health and safety guidelines. You're at risk, sort of, you know, because <laughs> you're going into the house, and, you know, uh, right. and you're going to be in close, close quarters with these people. And, you know, the thing is, like, it's, yeah, it's kind of silly because, like, the staff, I don't know if the staff and the crew wears masks when, like, they set up the games and stuff probably not oh, i bet you i bet you i bet you anybody working indoors is wearing a mask still oh yeah okay on the yeah. who's on the production staff um I, I think that they know they can't do it for the house guests because what you know what are you gonna do wear masks for 70 days it's not really practical so that you know you'll be living together anyway so the, the, but for anybody for the crew and the and the and the producers they, they they go home at night like they don't live there so I think that that's probably what's going on. And Big Brother Canada 8 did get shut down. Like they tried to, because that, that season started right before the pandemic really went into full gear. And then they tried to keep it going for a little while. But then they realized that like with the production staff, they just couldn't do it in that in that 2020 era. That was, uh, you know, everybody was at home, you know, pretty much. Right. Like, I feel bad a- for like the people that were playing, Dave. What was it, two seasons ago? Yeah, Big Brother Canada 8. Right. I feel like, like, yeah, they just like, hey, go home. And then they never brought any of those people back. None of those people were brought back. Um, But the problem with that season, even before the pandemic happened and everything else, it was almost like it was cursed because there was like two or three people from that cast were kicked out of the game for like, right for like death threats or something and then there were like people who were just quitting the game because they didn't want to be there and they were like this cast sucks like just let's never this whole big brother candidate eight is a write-off yeah yeah no there's no winner there's no winner it's just over and the pandemic kind of like and then they they tried to just start over in big brother canada nine and that's what they did and big brother canada 10 is just an extension of that it would be cool if they did at one point like like I don't know, by because like in ten years, by Big Brother Canada eighteen, they're like, okay, we're bringing back all the Big Brother Canada eight cast, and we're restarting from that moment the pandemic happened or something like that. That'd be something, yeah. Um, like yeah, like there were there was people getting everyone knew that Sheldon was like the mastermind too that had already been kind of exposed, and so 
I don't know how much more interesting gameplay we would have got that year anyway. Yeah, probably not, right? Even yeah, if it had gone on, but yeah, because especially if people knew what, like, you know, they they gotten out of sequester and knew what was going on. Um, so yeah, I guess once that happens, the that's a wrap on the show, isn't it? Right. And back to our, just our earlier subject about like why do they do the, these groups of four? And the U.S. does it too. Uh, I know. And, and it, I think it's just like okay, here's this. Here are like four house guests. Here are their intro packages. We're gonna edit them together. And I think that they 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 do this not just in the Canadian version, but uh, like see where these conflicts are going to come in because like if you if you think about it, in the second group we had like Tynesha and Stephanie and Tynesha goes my nemesis in the house is going to be a woman that's more beautiful than me and then they go over to Stephanie right and you know she's like I got the boobs I got the lip gloss or whatever and so they're like see and then later on it was like it was Betty talking about all the astrology. And Kevin right. was like, if you if you uh, read astrology, then you failed your IQ test or whatever. I, 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 you, you have to if yeah, you believe like in astrology, you failed your IQ test. That's not how IQ tests work, Kevin, but that's OK. Um, well, no, is it? I mean, yeah, like if you're going to use an IQ burn, you should probably get, you know, get it right. Yeah. He's got a very high Q, obviously, you know. And so I think right. I think they were just like they try to like maybe show or what they're thinking might happen with these, with these, some of these house guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's just more digestible, I guess. But like, I feel when that last group comes in, which included Marty and, uh, and like who else was in that last group, like Melina, Jess and uh, Herman. Like, I was like, Oh, like, you know, I don't think it mattered for Herman because he's such an extrovert, but for someone like Marty, who's like already got in, you know, got to be feeling uncomfortable. First of all, he's Acadian. So he's English is not his first language and he's uh he's the oldest in the house, you know, and he's kind of from not he's not from Toronto. He's, he's kind of like, yeah, he's a rural guy. I mean, he's, he's a rural guy. Yeah. No, he's definitely from out in the sticks. Um whereas a lot of these people are like I'm from Vancouver, I sell cars and I make a lot of money. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's just like okay. the DMs are pumping. Don't <laughs> right. worry. Right. Um <laughs> Yeah. So this first group that came in uh, was included um, Summer, Gino, Gino the Greek, um, JC Lynn, who you ended up drafting, Jeff, the figure skater, and Dr. Josh, who uh, we knew was a doctor, didn't know he was gay. I thought that like all the women in the house would be chasing after Dr. Josh. Uh, but sorry, ladies. Did he say he was gay in the house? Yeah. And we saw his like boyfriend there. Uh, oh, like right, his, right. in his intro package yeah so josh I that part. not looking for love in the house um well maybe jay yeah uh J- but he's but he's he's well i don't know i don't know for sure i just i my impression was that josh was in a committed relationship so i don't think he's oh okay be- then maybe not yeah if yeah. he's in a committed relationship um right. okay uh here's the thing uh jc lynn Okay, I feel like there's going to be like three girls that are thirsty for men. Okay. For men. For Gino Jason. the Greek, I think he'll be one of the guys. Yeah, that uh, uh, that will be sought after by some of the women. Yeah, Stephanie, J.C. Yeah. Lynn, right, and and the, the, the is it Tanisha? The, T- Tanisha, I think Summer is more. Well, no, Summer said no boys, right? she was like no she's, I, she's like uh summer is this year's um the girl that finished third last in big brother us what was her name um um aza aza yeah summer is this year's aza do what you need to do summer 
it's, it's yes, do what you I, need to do in this house. That was my favorite when she when Summer got into the house with the, the other three, right? And she's like, "Did I even say my name yet?" It's summer, like the season. I'm like, as opposed to what? <laughs> like, like the songs? I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, as opposed to what? Is a yeah, what other kind of summer? Am I going to confuse it with the name? Uh, I guess, but like, um, it's all right. Yeah, summer seems like a wild card, though. Yeah, I feel like she's like, like, yeah, she's going to be a really either. I think she's going to be a bad Big Brother player, but that's why she's going to be kept around. Like, like, uh, Aza was, yeah, she could be like a goat who's thinks she's in the know, but I think is likely not going to be at the core of a major alliance. I think it's more going to be like a fringe number, she'll be, yeah. yeah, she'll be a number for somebody, I think, long term, like maybe Herman, or we'll see who how these alliances shake out. But they, this first four, Jeff, they they, they try to create this alliance, like, like, hey, we're we got the house to ourselves, so why don't we make uh, they called themselves the Honey Bunch. Who's that? The first four in the house, first four, and then and who, are the, who are the first four in the house, Josh, uh, JC Lynn, Gino, and Summer. Okay. I could see three of those people working together. I think Summer's Summer's the one was pushing for it, and I think that they're least likely to probably work with Summer, uh, yeah. just based on the vibe I was getting off of her, uh, because I think that she'll come across as maybe a little bit eccentric or a little bit un unreliable. Yeah, um, like just a big mouth. I think you know, like yeah. gonna you know not un like not that I just don't think they're gonna trust her vibe. Yeah, I agree. I agree for like the people who are more like calm, cool, and collected types. Um, in the second group, we got then Jay, uh, the actor, pole dancer, clown, uh, with the uh, they, them uh, pronouns. And uh, Jay, Jay seems fun. Jay seems like a good personality. Jay ends up uh, answering the phone tonight, uh, you know, and getting that safety, but not being able to play in the HOH. Um, I guess that's good for Jay. You know, does that put a target on Jay or create any resentment? I think that's good for him because I think he's going to be a huge threat. Yeah. Uh, Jay, Jay, I think you're right. I think that Jay is is a huge threat socially. Uh, yeah. I was already like, Jay is an extrovert. Or so they, I think. Sorry. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's an extrovert. He's, uh, he's definitely going to be like in with a lot of the girls. Or um, Yeah. So I think Jay will definitely be a player that they target. Kind of gives the Josh um, Martinez vibe a little bit. Right. Uh, also, there was there was Tynesha, who I drafted, uh, the the single mom model from Montreal, uh, with the you know, there she is. Uh, were you? What did you think of her? Just like impressions in her. Oh God, the annoying Big Brother fan that like gets in the heck of house is like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm here. Oh, <laughs> too 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 much too uh starstruck. Two on the nose, yeah. Like two on the nose. Come on, act like you've been there before. Let's go. Yeah, wish you calm, Tynesha. <laughs> right, um, and I, I, and then we got Stephanie, who uh, my wife Jane ended up drafting uh, here. And Stephanie, I, I pulled a few sound clips for Stephanie because some of her quotes were memorable. When I walk into your room, everybody stops and stares. Um, you know, and then it is absolutely crazy what good boobs good lighting and lip gloss will do for a gal it's crazy 
it's absolutely crazy absolutely crazy she is oh god i'm sure she's a uh i don't know uh, these are the type of people that they bring on the show that they put on a personality it's not even like i feel like truly who they are it's just like this is my instagram influencer personality and i just don't care like these are the people like that bother me the most she's 26 right so yeah yeah um, or fact check me on that sam if i'm if i got her age wrong but um yeah like, like yeah so go ahead yeah well i think like every season a big brother has has as women like stephanie and men like gino and i think that sure it know, does yeah they always, they oh yeah gino that. what a, oh my god um i'm gino i'm a guy i'm 28 that's it yeah he doesn't even say I, what his job is he's just like i'm gino i'm 28 and that's it that's it i gave you my age and my name and i'm a man doesn't even say where he's from no nope. you know he, say where he's from doesn't say like what he does who his mom is uh you know nothing just like <laughs> like and i love how everyone patronizes him too like oh thank you gino yay yay you know? gino <laughs> uh maybe yes laugh. yes sam Jack, gino and tynesha have the quebec connection they're both they're uh well actually but uh gino now lives in ottawa right he's originally from he's he's really from a laval he's not really from montreal but um yeah like they got that they have that in common the quebec the quebec going on there uh and then the last member of that group was kyle from halifax jeff yes i think kyle he's, he's going to be viewed as like a comp threat comp threat but i don't know how much of a social threat yeah he seems he's good at acting you know very laid back i'll give him that yeah, I just don't know uh, if he's. I'm not. I'm not too optimistic on Kyle right now. This is who Jamil drafted. Um, you know, he, there was a Kyle Moore last season on Big Brother Canada Nine. This is a new Kyle Moore from Nova Scotia instead of from Alberta. We needed and, more uh, Kyle Moore. We didn't need more Kyle Moore. I got my fill of Kyle Moore last season. Now we got we got a second one. Um, but anyway, that's just that's what's in a name. Uh, he does a mental health podcast, he says. And he he said the East Coast is the best coast, Jess. Jeff. As opposed to what? The Arctic Coast or the, I guess the West, <laughs> the West coast. coast. East is better than West. He's going on the record. Better Not, than all the rest? Better than all the rest. From the East Coast to the West, East is the best. No, that doesn't even rhyme. It doesn't go, Kyle 2.0. Come on. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think he's just kind of like, uh yeah he's he gives me a bit of johnny mac vibes for sure oh like, come hey, on like i'm just happy to be here and like you know i'm not really gonna be the most dominant strategic force and you know i'm gonna be the laid-back guy that just kind of coasts in the game that's how well, we won't we won't get the diary rooms from this guy no we got from no johnny mac no johnny mac was a better personality but i just mean like as far as like in the game and like situationally i just feel like he's just gonna be too laid back for his own good Sam's going on the record and saying East Coast is better. Uh, he's in Newfoundland. He's biased. And we're from Nova Scotia, well, at least by heritage. And uh, we're inclined to agree, I guess. You know, we're, we're certainly more than the West Coast or the Arctic Coast. Don't forget the Arctic. Um, yeah. And, and then the next four. Okay. Betty, Jeff. Oh, yes. What did you think of Betty? Did she make an impression for you on her on her package? Amanda uh, she, really liked her outfit. Bit uh, her outfit here or her outfit on the show tonight? On the show tonight. 
Yeah, she she's got a good vibe, I thought. Uh, but uh, I could see Betty not being popular with everybody. Um, Business B is who I am in the office setting. But she's uh, also part. What is it? Um, party B or something like that. Yeah. When I'm ready to party, B money comes out. B money. B money. So there's two Bettys. There's Business B and there's B money. Um, right. And is B money going to be on the show more than business, Betty? Uh, well, I would imagine because it's supposed to be all partying, right? But you know, there's no business technically involved. Uh, uh, well, yes, there is. There's money on the line, and if you treat this like a job, like you should, you're going to get to the end. See, this is the thing: is a majority of players get into the Big Brother house and they treat the game like it's a party, like it's like, like I'm here to have fun. I'm on TV. I'm on TV, and I get to play circus games for like you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars or whatever it is. Right. Ooh, this is like a time of my life. The thing is, if you treat this thing like a job, and you know those are the people that win the game, and that's who we're always the most impressed by, right? Well, are we gonna get business B or do we get B money? That's the real test here for Betty. That's what I'm trying to say is if business Betty is on the show more than B money. Then she has a chance to win. If B Money is on the show most of the time, she's she's going home soon. <laughs> All right, B Money will not get the money. No, only Business B can get that money. That's right. Uh, I want money. I want money. Is and that then AC. Was that, was that a was that a Cox? It's from like the the intro package tonight. I want can... money. Oh, okay. I thought, I, it was want... a, I thought it was Arissa Cox voice, but it, it I might want still be. money because they, they they're doing all, all the good things in life are free, but you can leave them for the birds and bees. I want money. That's it was catchy. Oh, it was catchy. good Beatles song. Is that a Beatles song? Yeah, well, they covered it. Okay, um, and then the the the, the third group of four. Oh, sorry, continued with uh, Betty Moose, who loves sports. Did you like Moose? Yeah, I thought I really liked him in the intro package. I'm glad I didn't draft him now. I feel like people are going to view him as like, oh, this guy's too nice. And he's too like, no. You know what I mean? Like, he's too like, hey, guys, you know, like, I'm awesome. You're awesome. Let's go. You know? Yeah, I can see him being a threat to people. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I think people will want to get him out. That's how I feel about him. Yeah. Maybe not right away, but down the road. Yeah, he like he was just like he's kind of like I think he's just like a natural athlete, and so either people want him in the alliance just as somebody who could potentially win comps, and therefore you would want to keep him close early, or you target him early and get him out, right? Mm -hmm. So if he can stay off the block in like the first couple of weeks, he's probably gonna go far, at least into the jury. Um, but I think if that doesn't happen, then he's probably in, in big trouble. Uh, just what I what I was kind of seeing, and then uh, we had Helena after that, the Punjabi klutz. Um, I wish I drafted this girl. Uh, she's the one I, I took JC Lynn instead, but I do think she's going to do better than JC Lynn. I'm a walking, talking disaster. She was tripping on the way in. She broke the glass. Um, she said, I got the big fat Punjabi family kind of, I guess to play off the big fat Greek wedding sort of, uh, culture. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, I think she's very endearing though. I think that Helena is. I don't know what kind of big brother player she'll be, but like I'm like I'm I'm kind of along for the ride so far. I just, I just think she's smarter than, um, like I think she's bad at 
presentation of herself, but at the same time, I think she's savvy and a good, I think she'll be a good player. Yeah. Um, that's how I kind of view her. I, I, I can't disagree. Like I haven't seen it. Like, yeah, she's kind of nervous around people, but I think once like she gets comfortable around these people and yeah. if she does, if she's not like a target early in this game, then I think she, you know, she'll, she might settle in. Okay. Now we gotta get to the elephant in the room, Jeff. Because you know we didn't know we didn't know uh, who uh, Amanda was going to draft the other night, right? We, mm. we 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 were cut off on our draft, but ultimately the next morning, uh, after I drafted Tyn, uh, who is it? Yeah, no, it was Jamil. Um, I drafted Tynesha at five, and then at six we were left hanging. What's who's Amanda going to pick? She picks Kevin. Yeah, I was surprised by this. You know, this is your wife to be. Uh, I I need to understand where where uh, Amanda was coming from, or did she just throw a dartboard? I think she, she never really does any research. Um, she just goes on pictures and names. Um, but here's the deal: this one surprised me. I'm like, this is like I, I told her like this is my kind of spirit animal in the house. If I was going to pick one, um, and. I'm. I was gonna draft him. I, you know, it was gonna be him, Martin, and Moose were like the three people I liked. Um, and the thing with him is he's gonna be outcasted in this house. He already um, kind of is. From what I just saw tonight, just the, yeah. the glimpses I was getting tonight, I don't think he was fitting in. Uh, no. And I think he's kind of been identified as an other. And I think that's a fair assessment because I don't think he is like the rest of the other like 15 people here. Um, no. And I don't feel like that's his fault. I feel like that's casting's fault. Like, I feel like they they cast people like the, he's like one of the only oddballs in the house. It's like him and Martin and like, you know, at least that's, you know, the only two I can really point out right now. But the only thing with Marty is that like he he's older and he's from like you know he's from rural whatever so yeah he's he does not he's not uh, he's far from the average age but but kevin kevin is in their age group but um because kevin is only right. 28 a sales engineer toronto obviously but i guess the, the idea with this guy is that he's almost like a canadian zach rance that's what i was kind of taking from him yeah no and, and to me i want more people like him on the show uh, I want people that are going to give me interesting commentary about the other people in the house, people that are kind of, um, you know, not always bubbly. Like, you know, like, you, you know, you have like, what, how many house guests? Is there 16? 16. Is, you know, so if you have like 12 bubbly people and like, you know, four of them are, are at least going to have some sort of, you know, critique criticism of the other house guests, that's still a huge majority of people who are bubbly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and and so like i just need more i need players like him in the house you know you need the others too i get it like you need without you know with zach rance if he didn't have victoria to to, to poop on i or think Devin or, or Devin, De yeah like i think you know you need both i get it but you know i yeah he's gonna go home early i feel like um and i don't feel like it's his fault villainy is always more interesting than virtue exactly i agree 100 percent with him yeah I, I i feel for you and like yeah I, w I wish this guy had answered the phone instead of jay mm -hmm. uh just to give this guy a week to see if he can settle in at all right yeah because yeah. he's like i'm not here to make friends canada's gonna hate me and i'm okay with it i was like all right man at least you're not trying to worry about like how many followers you're gonna have after this or Love something it. like that there's the other players i cheer for so yeah, like that, yeah he's already i'm like the number one fan already <laughs> we'll see though we'll see what he does yeah i just think most like i i think 
I don't know what I think. Like, why wouldn't they want to cast more people like him, or at least put like two or three of him in the cast? Yeah. But I think don't. they like it's what you said earlier, Dave. Like, they they want people that are squeaky clean, that are gonna follow the rules, and that you know will you know aren't risk takers. You know, they don't want too many of those. You know, they want a safe game here because it's very. This game is about social dynamics at the end right. of the day, and they need people that are um, you know you, you know politically correct and and know how to not ruffle feathers and i get that i understand why they do that but at the same time it kind of makes for a less entertaining show and when reality tv started dave you know 20 years ago i i i feel like it was the opposite it was like let's see let's put a bunch of like the world's um regular people and throw them on tv and see what happens and that's why people ate it up people were like oh my god this is insane this is very cool now with social media it's changed completely it's completely different now and i think there's it's just different in a whole bunch of ways like mental health is treated differently now and like there's just there's more yeah there's more around like sort of uh i, I don't want to say identity politics but like sort of having um a different set of virtues like you know sort of conveyed certainly they don't want people who who the audience will consider uh just sort of like scummy people because you know right. it's kind of like why do you want to see somebody who's just an awful human being win a game show when there's good people who want to play that game show i guess this is sort of the argument um this is going on in survivor this is going on in big brother it's not exclusive to big brother canada right but all. nobody's truly good and nobody's truly bad and i think we we missed that point you know we try you're right they we try to like make it like a bunch of saints go in there and you know but I don't think that's necessarily true. I think everybody has a bit of everything in them. Sure. And, and, you know, and, and that was kind of the interesting thing about, you know, when Survivor first started, the real world, Big Brother, all these shows, you know, it, it kind of wanted to show you like, oh, OK, normal people. What what's the real story? You know, and like, let's put them on TV and see what it's like. Now it's a little bit different. Now it's all about brand and like. You know, when they come to the house, they like immediately go on the tour of like, you know, reality TV celebrity. So they become like these like mini celebrities now, which is weird to me in some ways, you know. But anyway, that's all conversation well, for another day. One thing about Big Brother candidate that I think is inferior to the Big Brother USA version is that is the live feeds because Big Brother Canada live feeds are are free. Mm -hmm. And because and not a subscription paid thing like they are in the States. And because of that, Global, who, who makes uh, Big Brother Canada, is just like, uh, we'll turn off the live feeds if, if it suits us, right? And we'll mm. block out the live feeds for days sometimes, you know, if it suits us. Um, like when a lot of those issues were happening in Big Brother Canada 8, where there was like, uh, I think it was Jamal and a couple of the other guys were like, were getting into fights and, and, and saying some pretty bad stuff. And we couldn't see it at all. We just were hearing right. about it after the fact. Uh, and, and in the US version, we would have got that. So Canada is a, the production of, of the Canadian version is way more concerned with like controlling the narrative. They don't yeah. want to end up on TMZ about this house guest said some racist thing or whatever, you know, or is or is, is, is as much as possible. So they are going to cut that out, which is interesting because, you know, that's kind of what makes your show blow up in nowadays. You know, yeah. it's like what happened on Big Brother Canada? Oh, I gotta see this and be outraged about it because you know that's what I you know that's what drives clicks at the end of the day. But right? Big Brother USA does that too, right? Like, like they did not well only because like the celebrity one we just watched because they protected like, him. That's true. 
they protected Todrick, and it seems like a lot of the celebrities, their image is protected a lot more than maybe the average house guests in their season. No, I think you're right, Dave. I think they do it for both. Like, you know, uh, there was a bunch of stuff that happened last season on the regular show of Big Brother where they wouldn't put it on the show, but like the live feeders knew about it. Like, with, um, uh, was his name, uh, 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 the guy that, uh, was booed when he left the house uh and was like oh kobe and the, the whole kit you know what was his name oh uh kylan kylan yeah like kylan and all like the stuff that was like and and with um big d big d like was saying all sorts of different things and they never showed it on the show right you know uh so that i think they just do it in general to protect brand but when you do it on a live show like kylan did well yeah they- that was why that was awesome like you know because like it's like you know, like I get to try to protect Kylan, I guess, a little bit, but like at the same time, like that's what these shows were started for was to show us like real human interaction, not like this like prepared fake BS that you know where everyone puts on their best personality. You know what I mean? you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah, I know? do, I do. I just think I they don't they they aren't thinking in those terms anymore. I think they used to like almost parade out these house guests and like other contestants on reality TV, like kind of like farm animals and like yep whatever happens to you happens to you, you know? Right. And now right. I think they, they, maybe they've dulled a little bit of a conscience or it's just self-serving, you know, it could be either, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, it could be yeah. both too. Uh, even when, when Kylan did that, you know, and that's when, well, that's one of our most viewed podcasts of the last year, uh, the way right. we covered that podcast, because it was, it was real, you know, yes. it was, they couldn't control it at the time. Yes. And which I think audiences eat up because they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. The big machine can't control the narrative on this, you know, and mm-hmm. and, and like that's what's great. That's why I prefer the American show too, Davis, exactly what you just said. Like they can't control the live feeds. There's a whole group of live feeders that really know what's going on. And and the show likes to present to you a completely different narrative. And and so you like you kind of get to watch two shows, whereas big brother canada it's one show pretty much and global other way there wouldn't be live feeds i i think right, but I they but they know they have to but it's still big brother because it wouldn't be big brother at all but um and both and both shows uh do they don't even turn the live feeds on right away in the u.s it's like a week later usually right, right. after they get in because yeah, they yeah. want people to kind of learn how to do it especially for oh because they're being directed by production and they're being like yeah there's definitely stuff going on in that first week that is like this is where you go at this time this is where you go at that time there's people over loudspeaker producers that are highly involved in that first week and they don't want us to see any of that because that's yeah. behind the curtain uh mccray you are not allowed to talk about production yeah mccray exactly. stop singing <laughs> right mccray. mccray stop sleeping yeah get up mccray yeah mccray <laughs> go to the diary room yeah uh from all of those things so where were we um okay the last four that came in just to talk about them marty your pick uh the acadian uh he seems nice he seems like a good guy and he seems to be liked uh so far yeah i think like he's i think he's kind of got like you know you know how the american show often has like you know some dude from like texas or you know alabama or oklahoma like a cliff like a cliff he's the cliff of big brother canada 10 here um he's just like he's the rural french guy with an accent that is kind of like you know he's an older guy that kind of seems like a cool dude you know what i mean and i feel like this this is our version of the southern dude on big brother yeah except he's french canadian 
He's like the Donnie, you know. It, 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 am I remembering right? Did Jamil not know that there were French people outside of Quebec? Or was that was that a, a revelation uh, the other night? Well, I'm sure he knew they were outside of Quebec, but not in like, like New Brunswick is like basically 50% French, right? Eh, it's probably less, in some places, but like I think over I think the province as a whole is like something more like 20 something percent. Is it only that much? Okay. I thought it was like about almost 50 They're they're fully bilingual, but I don't think that they're um I think that the English population's bigger. Right. Uh, okay. And, but like yeah, so Amanda says to me, what is an Acadian today? I go, well, let me tell you a story. Acadian driftwood. There was French people living in both New Brunswick and Nova Scotia for many, many years, up until about 1750. Right. And then the British took over the area and put a bunch of French people on boats and said, Sem you're going to Louisiana or you're going to France. Pick one. Yeah. <laughs> Pull up your stakes, children, and come on down. Um, yes, exactly. And so they boated those people out of there. And some of them got left behind. I guess they ran away, or I don't know. They joined the British. Some went back. Some, some, some actually went down yeah. to New Orleans, and and th th those are like the modern day Cajuns, like their descendants. But right, um, a lot. Some, some went back to New Brunswick in particular, and parts of Nova Scotia because uh, they had they wanted to like reclaim where they had winter in their blood, as the yeah. song tells us. That's right. That was their home. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he's part of that, but. Uh, you know, no, no French in Newfoundland. We know there's no Acadians in. in they wouldn't let them. It no. was too far, and it was. It's hard know. enough to under, uh, understand Newfies as it is. Uh, no, no French uh, on top of that. So. Right. Oh <laughs> God, a French Newfie accent. That would be. <laughs> that'd, be that'd be something. Okay. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Who else came in? Jess, there? the the artist slash super fan with her Cerebra at or there. Uh, cause, um, this was the newer one on me too. She's gender queer. So you can say she, but not her. Uh, it's she slash they are the pronouns for Jess. Um, and I don't know. I wasn't too impressed with Jess in terms of her intro package. No, me either. I kind of, I mean, their intro package. Like, See, that's the toughest one. Cause I'm like, Ugh. it's so tough. It's so tough. These pronouns. I, I, maybe it's cause I just don't, we, I don't really know anyone directly that uses these pronouns yet. So. I'm just not anyway. practiced. I'm not practiced. Yeah. But like uh with Jay's easier to understand than this one, but I haven't had a, an education course either. Um and really, so was, everything is natural, like usually when you talk, but like now with new pronouns, you're like, oh, I have to think about my sentence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like before yeah, I, I gotta say stop. It. And it might be if it was somebody I knew intimately, I probably wouldn't question it. Right. But there's all these it's it's new, new things new. to learn. New. Uh, and then there was Herman, the super confident uh, top five car salesman who uh, Jamil was not too impressed with the other night. So Her Herman ended up getting drafted by uh, by Jane, fourth overall. He ends up becoming our first HOH tonight, Jeff. And uh, I kind of liked Herman. You know, I am a top five best car salesman in Canada. How uh, does he know that, by the way? I don't even know. He went to the award show. Okay, I just thought, I guess our numbers, but geez. Um, uh, do you think Jamil will still hate this guy um, tomorrow? Um, I don't know. See, I feel like his intro package and who he is as a person are two kind of different things. Like who he presents himself to be and his work life are, are you know, he's a slick salesman, you know, whereas I feel like his personality might be kind of different than 
like his when he's not working and he's not thinking about money like when he's just on downtime i feel like he's probably a different person his intro package was kind of like yeah he's like on one hand i'm mr mr sales guy and i'm mr i can sell anything to anybody on the other hand i come from humble roots i grew up poor you know i have yeah. all these things and so i think that there you know he's like he's got some complexity to him uh yeah. there was like a whole scene tonight where he walked into like that red room or whatever it was uh, i don't know with the question marks i think on the wall and he mm -hmm. was like whoa cool and he was like by himself and like you know it was just kind of like a, a neat reaction i thought like he was just kind of it kind of made me like him more because he was like at least he's like enthusiastic you know and kind yeah. of eager yeah he's eager he bought his mom a car that was very nice yeah, well, top five car salesman in Canada. Well, yeah, he's got the money. I'm selling, they're buying. They're buying, I'm selling. That's, that's right, Herman. Um, you know, and and so and Herman was kind of um, I don't I don't know if it was if he was flirting with Summer, but he seemed to be having one, at least one conversation with Summer tonight. Um, and I was like, oh, could that be some kind of a connection there? And lastly, the last house guest to who came in with this group, uh, this last group was uh, Melina. There's no. Oh, here she is with the pants. So, what did you think of Melina? Yeah, what was it? What I was expecting. I think she's kind of a cool chick, but like a little, a little like I don't want to say snobby, but I do like a little bit like judgmental at first. But like, I think once she gets to know you, she's actually like really like cool. Like like when she was saying like oh uh, you know like like the her little thing about snoring. She's like oh I don't like people who snore. But you know it's not their fault. Like, but like judgmental, but also at the same time understanding. <laughs> yeah, but she's gonna <laughs> let you know. Um, I could see her getting on people's nerves, uh, depending on how much she shares about how much she's annoyed by people or how much she's mm -hmm. not liking certain things. Right. Uh, give it a week with Malina, living with Molina, and see where it goes. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like when you're listing off things you don't like about like people you're living with and you, you're willing to say those things out loud i think yeah you're gonna run into some roadblocks in a game where you have to live in tight quarters with like you know 17 other people or whatever not not as not as tight as the bbus house though um no but at the same time like how many bathrooms they got in that house like you know uh i think it's only the two i think there's there's right. there's the big one just like you know the us has house and then there's one the, the hoh room what do they do? Like, is there two bedrooms of like three double beds? I think there was something. Yeah, it's basically like there's three rooms of beds, and then there's the HOH room itself. Um, and no, why does nobody ever like sleep in the living room though, or like on the couch downstairs? I think the yeah, I don't know. They bunk up, and I don't know because you. Know, I guess that's just like a, an ostracization feeling. Like you don't want to not be around people you know yeah but if you're with todd bridges and he's snoring like i think i would find another place in the house to sleep oh, i would too but you know I, I don't know like uh yeah but yeah they see yeah maybe it's three bedrooms of three beds of double beds that's what they kind of said tonight there was only like eight beds uh not including the hoh bed right and they're like mm. so it seemed like there was gonna have to be some bed sharing uh going on to start Right, I'm, I see it again. Like I'm surprised they uh, they they do that. But then well, there's they, they do they have not the, room too, right? The American show too. Like, does everyone get their own bed? I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah, I think they do, but they definitely don't all get their own room. They have to share right. rooms. Right, that I understand. Uh, especially the celebrities, they're gonna get whatever they want. Um. Okay. Uh. Anyone else, Steve? That, that's it. Um. Yeah, and, and then. We talked about a lot of these other things. Jay answered that phone, got the safety. 
not in the HOH. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a real game show. And then the HOH, I think, is the only other thing we, you know, itself. What did you think of the, how the, this format? Like, and um, I always do enjoy Big Brother Canada's competitions because they really go the extra mile to like for for production value. Absolutely, like, everybody Way better gets, than the states. Everybody gets like a great costume with the, yeah. like their neckerchiefs. They all look like they're in the seventies. They had these, these three different competitions. Yeah. It looks way better. And this is the yeah. one part of, uh, of the, of the Canadian version that does play out better is competitions for some reason. That just means the crew's better. Yeah. Um, they put more time and effort into it for sure. than the States does the States is like, it's about turnover. It's like, we got to get to the next thing, you know, yeah. there's is outdoors and the Canadian versions indoors. So I don't know if that, helps I, I think i think like the canadian version has, must have better ability to like load and unload gear like lights and signs and all sorts of different things they must have, i think they just like have a, way more room because when you look at that big brother us right. backyard which right. is just astro turf it's a big it's small it's pretty small but they just they just started a new house like i think the celebrity big brother season was the first the season season no, this was the new house. <laughs> it was new? I think so. It looked I, like I, exactly like the old house. Yeah, I th- well they re- they literally built it just to look like the old house, except I think the backyard is bigger. Okay. Well, that's one thing. I think the, the fact that uh the Big Brother Canada um outdoor or like where what they co- what they call the backyard, which is not really the backyard. It's just like a big studio where they yeah. can do the competitions. Uh, the Big Brother Canada house has another area where people can go have a smoke or they can go outside. That's hot tub, kind usually. of it's like a hot tub area because it, you know it's March and it's not as summery for them, right? But at least they have somewhere are, they can go outside. Are they starting later than usual? No, nah, not really. Like I think yeah. it's about this time. Yeah, so it's. I just remember it always being cold. I think they're starting. Yeah, maybe a, a couple weeks late. A couple I, weeks. I think it, okay. I, I think it would yeah. normally starts in because remember, like Big Brother Canada eight when it started, um, right. yeah, like they were well into the season before the pandemic hit. That's right, they were. So they probably start like the second week of February before. Now they're starting in March. All right, right, yeah. And uh, I think that the, the other thing that sucks too about that Big Brother U.S. house is like if that once when when they shut down that backyard to build the competitions, the house guests like lose all that space, right? They can't go go out back. Right. Uh, and uh, they, they can't even go outside during that whole time. How do they get their vitamin D? They must give them vitamin D Just supplement. Give, give, them, give them pills, yeah. Yeah, they must because, yeah, if they're not getting outdoor time, like it's like prison, right? Like even in prison, they must give you outdoor Like an hour a day. Yeah. <laughs> and in the Canadian house, that's not an issue because they have a, it's separate. Uh, which I, that's the thing I think that they should maybe look at doing at the Big Brother U.S. house is like maybe giving them another outdoor, maybe a rooftop or something. If they're going to build a new house. Well, yeah, or just, you know, a bigger outdoor area than the hot tub area. Yeah, exactly. Something, something, just more, more locations, I think is nice sometimes, even though I don't want it to be too. That's the only, my only issue with the Canadian house is how big it is. It's friggin' huge. Even when they come in that front door and then they got to take this long walk down these stairs and then now they're down. And I feel like it's not good for shooting. Like it's not well made. Like the American show, you can tell, is well made for angles and like 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 they could they could literally shoot it like like it's a soap opera like they you know whereas the big brother canada show is like everything feels like you know you're about 20 meters away and everything's zoomed in and it's just like i don't know just the way it's shot isn't as good as the american show 
Yeah. It looks weird. Like I think it's, you know, I think it's because it's so big, and I, yeah. I think they have just as many cameras, but uh, it's just a different layout. Yeah, um, the layout yeah. is odd, and there's a lot of stairs. It's like, oh, let me walk up these, this, you know, twenty five stairs to get upstairs, or which is on the which is the way out of the house. Like when you have to go when you get evicted, you go out the like you're down in like that that living room, and then you walk up the the stairs of shame. And right. it, we've had some great moments on Big Brother Canada where For like sure. I throw a ha I put a plague on this whole house, and there's been like uh, I want blood on my hands. Or, right, it, right. Things that have been said, which. Uh, Oh, here we go. Here we got a good comment here, Dave. Oh, they changed Cynthia. The, Cynthia says they changed the staircase and made it an enclosed back area. The summer house will have the open backyard. So, well, are they going to have a summer house in Big Brother Canada? I think she's saying that, that the staircase changed for Big Brother USA, right? Uh, oh, the they changed. Oh, yes, they did. Yes, yeah. I did notice that on the new celebrity, celebrity one. Yes. Yes, and I found that the big like they did change a few things about the American House, um, that that were I noticed, but like it wasn't anything like like you didn't notice, like you didn't know, but like it, it, there were certain like the the upstairs is a little bigger, uh, where Todd was hanging out when I think it was Shayna fell, uh, or it was Misha, I forget. Um, but anyway, uh, and the back area is definitely bigger, yeah. Now, oh, that's good. Okay, well, it only took them twenty years to catch up on that um or 22 yep. I guess. whereas you're right though Dave, with the canadian house when they get evicted they gotta walk like 50 yards to leave sometimes whereas, it heals where sometimes it heals most of the time it heals um whereas the american show it's like the couch is like maybe like five paces away from the front door i think that's better I it's so much better because like we get like that Kylan moment and we get like so, or people just like don't even like walk over the table and just leave right away, uh, you know. Before they yeah, what happens? What tends to happen in the Canadian run is like once they get up the top of those stairs and they get up yes. the top of the, and the balcony, they like they say something like they do a yeah. catchphrase and then they walk. They out. blow a kiss and then the entire cast gets up and claps. Yeah, and it's like it's so brutal. Like it's like stop. Like. <laughs> <laughs> cut it out already. i'd rather them hug in like they do with the american show which i don't like either but i get Jimmy, it like you, Jimmy was you like could... i just got out of the batman how was big brother it was all right i was batman it was you not know? better than the batman the batman was better uh, <laughs> you're willing to go on the record Say i that. think that's going to be a good movie but you know, we're not here to talk about that but i think the riddler is a great film yeah, I'm glad that the Riddler's back. Uh, I'll just say, not bad, Jamil. Uh, not bad, but probably not as good as Batman. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, this this HOH competition, so they they split the group the because Jay was out, so they put the the 15 others into sort of groups of five, and there was a solve group where you had to solve the puzzle. There was a trivia group. And there was a skill group, and there was going to be one person standing from each competition. I thought that those competitions were kind of interesting to watch. Herman won the the puzzle competition, where you had to like walk through the door. Uh, that was kind of exciting. And then the trivia one. The the, the main thing there was uh, Moose ends up winning this group, and Moose because uh, um, was Moose got it right. He was one of the only ones who got a question right. And then they say, "Who do you want to eliminate?" And he eliminated Kevin. Yes, he did. Poor Kevin. Except I was like, sorry. you, you are in true. Well, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. And then the skill game, which was like Helena, Kyle, Jess, Melina, and Gino com competing. This, <laughs> this is where uh, Herman had already, who had already advanced. You know, he's like, 
Focus like a locust, baby. That's right. Focus like a locust, whatever that is. Uh, anyway, Josh ends up winning that. Dr. Josh wins. And so we, they get to these three doors, and then they have to decide which door to pick. Jeff, which door would you want or would you care? Would you work with your two other co-winners here? And uh, right, what's what's the thing that you said Like when you, you start second-guessing what door to pick? It's like a whole... Oh, it's yeah. Like there's a Jane would know the name of it. Um, Yeah, you said it because that came up in the last season of Big Brother, where like I think someone switched. Oh no, it was on Survivor Uh, when Deshaun switched to what cup or whatever to pick. Let's make a deal. Is that is that the show? And whenever you switch, you actually lose your odds. Like your odds go down because you you know because you already made a, a one out of three chance. Now you're you're making that worse. Uh, when you switch, so I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't care, especially like. All right, what? The, all right, first of all, Jay gets safety, and then Moose gets safety, and does does the Josh guy get safety too? Yeah. So so basically, the, the ridiculous. Yeah, th- th- three people have safety plus the HOH plus the HOH plus someone's gonna win a veto. Yes. Like ridiculous. Stop Wait, why? it. Why? Like, yeah. Why did? Why did they? I. Why give these other two safety as well? Yeah. To, like. I don't understand that at all. Like, like I, I the, to me, that makes absolutely no sense. When you think about what they do in the U S versions, like I think, didn't they do the team thing where there was like, you had to be on one of the couple teams and you, sure. You, but that was one season. Was that was one yeah. season. Like this is just like handing out free uh, safety. Like it's candy. It's really stupid. Like, uh, you know, like maybe do it for one person. Fine. I can understand that to get the numbers, even 15, 15, 15, you know, whatever, five, 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 which they needed for this competition. That's fine. Okay. But to give it to the other two people, like, so what, like, so four people out of 16 people are safe. Yeah. Well, I just don't like, so Moose and Josh get safety here because they were a finalist of the HOH, which is stupid. They got silver and bronze medals. I just don't, I, I I don't agree with that. Anyway, so door number three was the was the winner. That's the one that Herman ended up getting. So uh, you know, and but did again, he win it? Did he just pick a door? Like again, did he win? He the kinda, HOH? But it was like the other two wanted specific doors, and like he was like, okay, and then he went. That's how he wins. Great. Like I, you know, I don't. I didn't. I didn't love this competition. The production value, fantastic, but the competition. Not a well, just a, this result here, yeah, and and apparently, like, and I'm a little bit surprised too, Jeff, that the, the first eviction is tomorrow. Like, they're not even going to give this a week to breathe before they do the first eviction. Oh my god, seriously? Yeah. Again, I don't like that either. I hate on Survivor when they do like, all right, everybody, vote somebody out right now. It's like, yeah. stop it. It's fine. <laughs> like production, like we don't like this is Big Brother. Let's see somebody's dream come to an end so we know what's up. You know, it's yeah, we're not here to watch somebody be crushed an hour into <laughs> like playing the game. After you, you made know? them wait two and a half weeks in a hotel room just to come in here. Plus they had to audition, plus they had to like, you know, cancel their job or whatever they were doing. You know, you know, like everything well, not like, summer. Well, yeah, right. She's fun employed. <laughs> She's fun employed. But yes, yeah. I I I, I think that um, these at least it's not night one eviction. You know, that's like the worst, right? Where they're like, well, somebody must. You know, we just you just met sixteen people. Forget about one of them. They're gone. You know, and I'm just like, yeah. I think I one. Need. I think that they, the, the 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 house guests deserve that. I think they deserve a seven days. Now, I think that what we watched tonight was not from today. I think that they've probably been in that house for a couple of days. Like I swear to God, if 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 Kevin is taken out, like 
next episode or whatever. I'm just gonna be like, this is so stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, well, I think that that's who isn't Herman gonna put him up? Like, why wouldn't Herman put him up? Uh, why? I don't know. I guess we don't know the dynamics of the house yet, but like, yeah, you're probably right. He probably will be othered. You know, it'll be like him and Summer will go up or something like that. Yeah, except I think Herman maybe will keep Summer safe. But if not, uh, I think she's an easy target as well. Um, I don't, beyond that, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know yet either, because I don't think they know yet. Everyone's just like, hey, how's it going? You know, that's what everyone does when they get in the Big Brother house. It's like, you know, let's let's have a toast. And who are you? And, you know, and everyone's putting on their best self. And nobody's really, you know, put their guard down yet. Everyone's got their guard up. Everybody's going to want to put, am I in your alliance? Can I be in your alliance? And that happens in every version of Big Brother and Survivor, I think, is everyone tries to make a final two on the first night. Sure. Uh, Obviously, most of them don't come true. Uh, And so it's it's just about, like, how I most people just don't want to be first. Right. Uh, You know, and everyone likes to say, oh, we've been together since day one, you know. Well, people love together since day one <laughs> right exactly until you back both them out but exactly you know, sometimes you have direct control of that or not anyway so that's that's tomorrow's night we'll have there will be an episode now i don't know if uh if you and jameel are gonna be able to cover that i i'm doing the um the the, the star trek podcast tomorrow so you might have to do this one without me but um i i am curious to see who gets evicted next yeah yeah that'll be good um okay so tomorrow night big brother canada 10 episode two uh and the first eviction somebody's dream has to come into an end we're not happy about it but it has to happen um and we'll see how herman's uh h very quick hoh comes to pass uh and maybe i wouldn't be surprised if we even get the start of another hoh competition because it seems like this first week is, is like a very accelerated version at the very least maybe we'll just get a veto or something but we we but we have to get a veto tomorrow because we had the HOH and we have to have nominations veto and the eviction tomorrow somehow. So yes. <laughs> oh my god, seriously? Like what why? I guess they do it in double evictions, but it's uh it's gonna have to happen. Um okay you know, and- that that would be a better idea what they should do right off the bat. Do a double eviction right away, you know, like first week double eviction. That would be a better idea first than night? like then Hey, everybody, you just got in, and now we're having, like, uh, yeah. two HOH competitions? I that'd guess. be kind of cool. If they did a double eviction, like, boom, right off the first week, that would be kind of cool. Because If they did that know, tomorrow, that could be cool. Yeah, like, that would be a better idea than, like, you know, it, because then it, like, forces them to start playing the game right away, rather than be like, hey, I'm Moose. I'm a nice guy, right? You know, like, okay. Good vibes, <laughs> good vibes. Right. Yeah, exactly uh also check out our other content here on super mater brothers podcasting we cover uh other shows uh we will most recently we covered celebrity big brother three we didn't do every episode but we covered the whole season uh also uh marvel we like to cover uh very often like we do the marvel podcast most recently hawkeye we're looking at moon knight coming up if you like mcu check those out um uh, survivor coming up in one week jeff uh and we got the uh the draft coming for for this on sunday and the cast preview for the new season of survivor season 42 three canadian residents in this cast oh seriously but one from whitby one from ajax and they're on the same tribe 
Oh, really? I didn't know there was Canadians again. And one person from Montreal, but she's, I, I believe she's a transplant from like the States originally or something like that. But, um, still kind of cool. So two Canadians like though. So unlike big brother, Jeff survivor is integrated. Well, survivor is a lot smarter, I think, than yeah, big brother because the, they, yeah, they look at more as like a North American game now. I like that. I think it should be a big pool of people. They just, they and, just recently started letting Canadians in. Yeah, but like, look, they already got a winner. Boom. Proves we're smarter. Yeah. They gave her the key to the city, to Erica. To what city, Toronto? No, uh, Niagara Falls. Oh, Niagara Falls. Cool. Yeah. The good Niagara Falls. Not like the, uh, the Ontario the, version. Not like the one where Britney's from. Uh, Britney. Yeah. Here, obligatory clip. Here. It's me. It's me. It's me. And then uh, you need the. Shout out to Niagara Falls, New York, my hometown. Shout out to Niagara Falls, New York. But just ask about Erica. She's the first Canadian winner. The winner of Survivor 41, <laughs> Erica. To our first Canadian winner. To Erica. To Erica. Erica. Exactly. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's great. What day would have? Do we have anything coming up on Live Long and Podcast? Yeah, Live Long and Podcast, our Star Trek theme channel. We are busy at the moment. Oh my god. Okay. On Monday nights, uh, we talk about Star Trek Enterprise with Jody Simpson and and Adam Woodward and and Kevin Millard. Uh, we're going through all of those episodes from Star Trek Enterprise, the one starring Scott Bakula from the early 2000s. Then on Tuesday nights, we talk about Star Trek: D Space Nine with Jeff Mater and uh, and Jamil Robinson and the Millards and Davin Scalehorn and myself. Uh, and so we're we've been going through all those episodes for almost two years. We we kind of kicked it off when the pandemic started, and now we're up to season five, episode uh, ten, I think. Uh, we are into now. Uh, so check that out every Tuesday night. Thursday, this Thursday, we're doing double duty tomorrow night uh, as I will be talking about the uh, next episode of Star Trek Discovery with uh, Michael Chan and Ashley Millard. And then uh, meanwhile, because they're coming out the same day, Star Trek Picard's second season starts tomorrow and Jody Simpson, Adam Woodward and Davin Skelhorn will be talking about that simultaneously as we're gonna be, for the next three weeks. Those shows overlap on their release days. So we're going to be covering both. Uh, and then also we have a third channel, Jeff, Trivial Debates, as you know well, as you just competed on that, or you didn't compete, you were the host. We had you hosting uh, this past uh, Sunday, February 27th. Uh, we had Jody Simpson, Jamil Robinson, and Max Duda competing. Uh, it was a good show, especially the sports round. I really liked who has the most pathetic fan base. Who is it? You want to hear? Check out Trivial Debates. And also check out our friends podcast, uh, our cousin Davin. He's uh, got his two podcasts, Locutors of Trek. That's his Star Trek podcast. He does all kinds of great Star Trek podcasts over there. Plus X-Rated, X-Men, the animated series podcast he does with his friend Andre. Uh, they just uh, interviewed Erica and Ju Julia Leewald, uh, the executive producers from that show. I was just on there last night talking about the first episode of season two, Till Death Do Us Part, where... You know, uh, Cyclops and Jean Grey thought they got married, but guess what? It was Morph. He was impersonating the priest. That's and, uh, yeah, exciting stuff. I remember that show. I love that show. Yeah, it was a great show. Great, da -da 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 -da. Um, great Gambit. Great... He was my guy. Gambit. Uh, Gambit, don't go where you're not invited, Mon Cher. Um, and uh, and then Eamon Mater, my son. He does. He had, under his alias Sam Jerka. Let's talk about fighting games. An audio podcast he does with Super Smash Bros. Seth and Paranoia, where you can listen to um, all that. Oh, and I've got one more thing. 
overall also this saturday night on live long and podcast jeff we are going to be having our next edition of star trek radio theater hiding q to celebrate the beginning of star trek parts second season jody simpson coming in to play q uh from this uh first season episode of next generation hiding q uh i'll be playing picard we got steve shives coming in from his youtube channel uh commander william t Riker for this you'll be playing a very young jordy laforge for this yep. one, Jeff. And we got Discovery Zone, Michael Chan playing Commander Data, uh, among yep. others. It's an all-star cast. I mean, it really is. Look at this cast, you know. it's Check that out. Saturday, March 5th, 2022, 9.30 p.m. Eastern for the live read and then the, uh, the edited, polished version to come after the fact. And speaking of which, our first episode of Star Trek Radio Theater, uh, the one we did for season three, which was looking for Parmok in all the wrong places, should have that edit out tomorrow uh so if you know which will be a little bit crisper than our live read which has had, had a bit of chaos in the in the live read and i think that's it okay well great thanks Dave. uh we'll we'll see you again here next time for another big brother canada 10 podcast until then expect the unexpected take us welcome to the greatest game show the greatest game show and oh i jameel would be mad if i didn't play this so i gotta do it uh, uh and remember someone is always watching oh thank you